0: Welcome to Table Flipping. I'm actress Taylor Mishak.
1: And I'm writer Alyssa Littman. Join us as we sit down with guests to unpack how the fascinating, messy women of reality TV have shaped our lives.
0: And of course, dish about Bravo, The Bachelor, and everything in between. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. happy friday alyssa
1: happy friday taylor how are you doing did you revive your plant or is it gone
0: okay so i overwatered it so i did put it outside and tried to like dry it out by putting it at a spot that would get a lot of aggressive sunlight and it still seems pretty droopy um but i think i have to repot it but that involves me leaving and getting dirt Mm -hmm. so basically it's flatlining right now to answer your question there is no progress but it doesn't also look worse so but it's it's a pretty droopy rubber plant speaking of plants my sister-in-law, who listens to the pod, was the one who, like, told me I should get more plants. So, Brittany, this death is on your hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, more positively, it is my brother's birthday this weekend, who also Aww. listens. So, happy birthday, Bryce. Happy birthday. Um, and everybody send out prayers to my rubber plant that's currently still dying just outside now. It's now dying outside as opposed to dying inside. Um, speaking of dying on the inside. Oh, no. This video came out uh, today. What a a transition. Yeah. Sorry. Well, today's Friday. So yesterday of uh, Tom Girardi in a parking lot and like a paparazzi coming to him and being like, just want to know if Erica knows anything. Like, does Erica know anything? And Alyssa, have you seen a more horrible looking man?
1: Okay. Okay. I'm having an adverse reaction and I just have, this video has made me think like, what if Erica is telling the truth?
0: About which parts?
1: Just like everything. Like he looks so bad. You know what I mean? Like he He looks. He does look bad. Like really ill. Like he is not
0: with us. He does not look like he is with us. He looked like he walked straight out of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. He looks ghastly and ghouly. But I will also say, listen, he's had a very, very stressful year. No. And he went even if he went into that year, the chipper, like, little brisk little Tom that we knew him to be from the show, like, maybe this year just took a toll on him and, like, all of his sins catching up to him and him being put through the ringer is what has resulted in this, like, decrepit old ghouly man that we're seeing. Or it's a little bit of both. Like, Erica's not lying when she says the man was getting old. But right. these, the like crimes and the like his whole sort of borrowing from Peter to pay Paul situation has been happening for like over a decade.
1: yeah it really feels like a junior soprano situation where it's like Mm. yes Mm. he probably did all this shit but also when I first heard that he they were declaring him mentally incompetent I was like all right what a convenient time for that to happen but now seeing these videos I was like oh god he looks like he needs help and then I don't know I just had the thought today like what if Erica is truly trapped in a nightmare and all this stuff actually did happen and
0: just like no one believes her. What if? I don't,
1: it's like a fun thing to think what about.
0: What if? Sure, what if? You're being so understanding, Alyssa. So <laughs> empathetic. Wow.
1: I really... I'm- I don't know. I don't like to see people in like in great need, even yeah. to, regardless of what he has done to
0: people. He's clearly like not OK, you know? And like no, like this. No, no, that's and he, hard he to watch sense of. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Watching it the first time before I even knew what he was about to say, which we haven't even gotten into yet. He he made me feel I stopped breathing cuz I felt so nervous that he was going to say something like inappropriate or racist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the feeling I got from looking at this man. I mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, no, 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 no. This is like a very out of touch person." Like, out of touch with reality, out of touch with this. He's just got one toe on the other side already. And so asking him questions, I was like, oh, no, this is not good. This is not good. He's going to say something inappropriate. And then he says, he sneaks it in while his, uh, is it his brother or his friend or whoever is trying to, like, usher him away from the paparazzi. He goes, I think she does. Uh, Referring to Erica knowing things. Um, And it seemed spiteful, No.
1: Do you think that that really means anything if he is, in fact, like completely unaware of where he is and what's going on?
0: Well, then no, right?
1: I mean, that's what I think. Like everyone seems to be really reading into this. He does not look like a competent person to me.
0: No. And if he, and if honestly, if he is, he's giving such an unbelievable physical performance. It is like Daniel Day-Lewis level transformative work I like he if if this is like a ruse I am impressed and fooled mm-hmm. I also just got and I know I'm coming at this from like being so biased but I really think that it seemed like he just wanted it was like a fuck you to Erica it wasn't even the proper like tense to answer the question in first of all mm-hmm. and it just seemed like he wanted to get back to the reporter to be like yeah Erica stinks like that was the subtext for me Because it just didn't read like it was making a lot of sense other than the general, I want to hurt her in this. Mm -hmm. Which could be, which is very much in line with what you were saying of this is a man who's falling apart, who wasn't really willing to let anything go and ended up getting very aggressive and spiteful and Erica had no choice but to leave. Yada, yada, yada. Which brings me to this week's episode where I think she really solidified everything that we've been saying on the pod with finally coming clean about, like, caring for him and being invested in his mm-hmm, in his wellness mm-hmm. and says, quote, despite what's going on with him, I was married to him for years. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, that can be part of what this, like, part of what is behind the breadcrumbing his alibi approach is. It's, like, just out of not wanting the worst thing to happen to him. And it might not be as much a she's guilty and wants to just be in cahoots with him. But there is something that is a little guilty to me about that. I don't know. Is it possible that she's completely innocent but willing to go down with the ship because she loves Tom so much? That's what I'm asking.
1: No. (laughs) Ah I know. See? I don't really think she's innocent. I just think that. I think some parts of what people are second-guessing might be true. Like, I think this, like, I do believe her when she says, like, I saw his mental health deteriorating. You know, I, I believe that maybe there was an accident. I don't believe that she – if she cares so deeply for this guy, I don't think that she's, like, the innocent bystander that she's trying to make herself out to be. You can't exactly. have
0: both. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, you can't be, like, just so, so involved in picking up the pieces without having – because – the reason she's there is because she does have some understanding of how they got there in the first place. I don't know. It's really hard to buy anybody any human being so blindsided by your partner doing such egregiously evil things and then being like, "But of course I still love you. You're still like there's there would be a lot of I don't know. There would be some discrepancies and I think that would really help me get over wanting to take care of my partner. It the like the betrayal of all of that." Yeah. Fredo agrees. He totally agrees. Fredo um just, just barking at people par- parking their cars it's his favorite <laughs> thing to do Aww. um what else did you think about this episode i got i think i got kind of a i had an interesting reaction to the final dinner where garcelle like points out that she sort of doesn't fit in and i mm-hmm. forget who says that i don't know if it's to or it's Ren. i'm sure it's one of them is like, well, it does feel sort of like you don't like us. And I do, I was like, that feels sort of like the nail on the head in some ways, right? Like, it does sort of feel like Garcelle also might not like some of these girls in general, which I cannot blame her for. I love watching these ladies on TV, but cannot say I would want to count them as, like, my friends. And it's so funny and, some, and like refreshingly simple to me that sometimes part of the drama is just that and I think that the way she then addressed everything that has to do with race and her being different from these girls from a racial standpoint was also like made so much sense I think there was a little bit of like there's a little bit of performative uh, behavior coming from all of them like then getting up and hugging her that kind of grossed (laughs) me out (laughs) that grossed me out a lot like no we accept you that I didn't like but I think that there's a funny mixture of of what garcelle is talking about in terms of feeling different in terms of race but then also just being like i kind of don't vibe with you guys yeah i mean i think this
1: feeling is something that she's sort of talked around and something that she's probably not wanted to bring up directly because she probably doesn't want to make everything about like being the only black woman in the group but Mm -hmm. i think it's something that at the end of the day like it was really valuable to see her express how she feels and i think it goes in tandem with that conversation she had where she's like you can't say you don't see color because when you see me you see my skin is black before you even see I'm a woman which I thought was a really interesting perspective to hear from her um I don't really know how you <laughs> resolve that with these women because they clearly no. only hang out with the, each other you know <laughs> yeah. so I don't know that that feeling is going to go away but I think it's healthy and good for Garcelle and to you know, finally call it what it is. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know how we go forward without adding more black women to the show because <laughs> otherwise I yeah. think she's going to just continue feeling like that. And rightfully yeah. so. It is
0: it is a thing for sure. No, 100%. And that it also, in like a bigger sense too, is like adding, I think adding more people to the mix, more people of color and also just more people because this is so clicky. <laughs> and like yeah. I could see her being like, I just like, I don't know, I'm not really – getting a lot of genuine friendship from you guys mm-hmm. so kind of not seeing what the point is for me here I'm like she, I totally hear you she
1: also said in her first season that she felt like people were like afraid to be called out as racist around her like they were tiptoeing mm-hmm. around her a little bit and I think that's always gonna be like part of an unspoken dynamic in this situation because I'm I'm sure they are afraid you know like mm-hmm. I'm sure like dereed has made some like massive fuck-ups on this show and it's it's always going to be a little bit uncomfortable when she's the only person there to call it out you know what I mean like yeah so I don't know I I did think it was a nice moment I thought the way Rina went about it was like a little aggressive and also secretly I'm like are you getting that Bethany Frankel like silent producer credit because that's what this feels like to me
0: Mm. Mm Hmm. yeah I was this is funny I was talking to somebody else about it the other day and they were like, well, obviously Renna is Andy's favorite. And it's just like <laughs> yeah. so. Obvi- and I was like, okay, that might be true, but also, you know, as we've learned, like Andy isn't is is much more of a like figurehead than he is actually a producer. But also, does he like want us to think that? There's a lot of like Oz where I really want to pull back the curtain and be like, what's going on with that? But you're right. There was a lot of um a lot of producing coming from from Rena's end, which also like great, but. There's a lot going on, like, we like go send Rinna to New York, like, they they need some pot stirring and some storylines. And I feel like Beverly Hills is like doing just fine imploding on itself, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. maybe I'm wrong for sure. Um, what did you, gosh, Salt Lake City? Mm. I think Jen in this, she like brings Heather into these icy like rooms, which honestly is. Hell for me. Like, that would be... That is hell. Just, like, a bunch of ice rooms. Mm -hmm. I get how at first it's, like, pretty, but, like, I can't imagine having a good time in that.
1: Uh, Let alone
0: a, like, confrontation amongst friends.
1: But she's, like, a legit pioneer woman, you know? Like, I feel like she... Like, she literally skied to someone's house, you know? She's like, I'm just gonna, like, run through the snow to get here. So it feels like... I don't know, but yeah, no, I would be freezing cold. I'd be like, can we just like go sit in the car or something? The yeah, entire time. Yeah. I would
0: be like, okay, I forgive you. I did in this in this Jen and Heather conversation think that Jen is getting to like a scary island level of unhinged for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like nervous watching her like spew so much toxic shit out of her mouth. And I think while I think Heather handled it well, I think she handled it too well. And had, like, such calm responses to absolute, utter chaos from Jet. I was, like, getting baffled. Well,
1: I don't know if you've seen, like, the sort of reporting around Heather this season. But I guess she's choosing to be, like, I'm your friend no matter what. Yeah, I knew your business was shady, but I'm here for you. I am your friend. You need a friend? I'm here. And I kind of love that as a housewife. <laughs> like, it's <laughs> such a wrong place to be coming from. Like, Crystal's doing it a little bit with Erica as well, where she's like, I think Sutton's a loser on Beverly yeah. Hills. it's <laughs> like, <laughs> hold on, you're talking to a scammer who, like, robbed orphans. Wait a second. And so... I feel like we always need. It's not fun if it's like all the like you know on New Jersey. Whenever like all the women are against Teresa, it's just it just gets like tired, you know. And Agreed.
0: so yeah, you
1: need someone in between to be like, I'm also wrong, but it's fun, you know.
0: It's I here's I love that. It's a good point. But what I hate about it is then there's like so much screen time where nobody is checking Jen, and mm-hmm. so like even in this conversation, she said. I need to make changes in the way I communicate and like all of that. But, and then like gave a half ass apology. And like, that's such a, (laughs) you ran over that so quickly and said it so broadly. You're such an unhinged person who is like calling people name, calling people things online that like you don't even understand the weight of these words. And like, you're, you need to be held accountable a little bit. And then she'll say, and and that's not saying I'm sorry, saying I need to make changes in the way I communicate and all of that. What is all of that, Jen? Like, what is all of that? What do you mean? And, and Heather, yeah, really did a, like, I mean, I appreciate you bringing me into this, like, igloo. And then, and I'm sure you felt more passionately about this because I think that you like churros, right? Or is that just because... We've had them at Disneyland that I think you like churros. I like
1: the variety of churros that are available throughout the year at Disneyland. Like seeing what flavors (laughs) they came up with. But yeah, I don't
0: dislike churros. Everybody likes churros. Outside of Disneyland, if someone was like what I did just now and was like, Alyssa, do you like churros? What's your response? I'd be like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to turn a churro down. If you got one, I'll eat it. (laughs) I... Cackled when at the end of this confrontation and ice scene, Jen just like aggressively threw, but very quickly, two churros into the fire
1: mm-hmm.
0: and went. We have churros.
1: Like so, where were they? Did where she were have they them in were her they pocket? In your jacket? I don't know. And then she <laughs> just threw them on like a gas fire, and they were at the bottom where the fire was coming from. And I was like, I don't know if I would eat that. Like I don't know what kind of chemicals no. are coming from this like weird fire setup that you have. And then. And- they burn their mouth on it i'm like i don't think jen has ever had a churro before
0: oh my god can i tell you a very embarrassing story please that happened like i guess yesterday now because i could still feel the effects of it we got a new um milk frother and i used to have one <laughs> don't already laugh you bitch. We got milk frother, and the one, the first one I've had that's lasted for a while had like a plastic outside, and then the inside was the frother, and so the outside didn't get hot. But now this new one that we have is all like all metal. It's like a frother from like when I worked in a coffee shop. Like it's just a metal frother, and I frothed a little bit too much uh, half and half the other day to give myself a breve coffee. And the cream like spilled over the top, and my instinct was just like, oh, I'll just lick it. And I licked <laughs> the coffee, <laughs> the coffee, um, the like carafe that it comes in, and I burned No, my you tongue licked the so metal carafe, bad. you
1: fucking yeah,
0: idiot. <laughs> I am an idiot. I'm a huge idiot. I literally licked, Alyssa. I'll send you a picture, <laughs> I'll post it. Fuck it. I licked where there is a caution hot symbol. <laughs> Like I like I pulled it away really quickly from my mouth and I was like ah and then I looked and I said said Please. caution hot so I'm anyway sorry. I'm suing them.
1: Did you not work <laughs> in a cafe? Yeah,
0: but at a cafe I could never lick it. I would I, it would be unsanitary. Oh my god! And what a counter I, argument. I, I- <laughs> I really, I, I, it's just like, I saw dripping and my instinct was like, oh, catch it. And it was also as I picked it up. So it was like going to drip on the counter. So my mind was just like, catch it with your mouth, bitch. And I, hold on,
1: I, I know a minimal amount of stuff about making a latte. And the first thing that you see in the YouTube videos is you hold that metal craft and you put your, you touch your hand on the bottom to feel when it gets hot, like super, super hot so that you don't like burn the milk. Right. Were you, yeah. do you know that?
0: Were you doing that? Yeah. Okay, all right,
1: just checking. Okay, so this is really Oh, like- what's
0: it like to be so smart, <laughs> Alyssa, with your non-burnt tongue? This and, like- and I have a, literally a doctor's appointment with an ear, nose, and throat doctor tomorrow, and I'm going to have to tell him why my tongue is burnt. <laughs> it's not for my tongue, it's for my throat. But I'm going to have to get to A to B, and it's going to be a disaster. That's really funny. I love that. So, That's like when I you, would've... you know,
1: sometimes you'll just put your hand in the oven because you're so busy, and you're just, like, grab it, and you're like, oh, shit, it's still, it's hot or whatever, you know. That's yeah, really yeah,
0: funny. Yeah, I was just being a busy mom. No, I was I was just making myself coffee and fucked the whole thing up, but oh that is to say I would have had the flaming hot churro from the fire with the ladies of Salt Lake City
1: I really quickly want to ask you where do you stand in this Brooks um Jen fight and I want to add that I watched watch what happened live watch oh, yeah. watch what happens live after the show and it was really good um, and Meredith said this little anecdote that wasn't in the show, which is Jen was asked multiple times by assistants to cover her vagina, which I thought was such a fun yeah. piece of information.
0: Yeah. It's also
1: like if you're wearing something where your vagina's showing, how are you supposed to cover it?
0: Great question. Cross your legs? I guess
1: so. Or like get a blanket or something. Someone should offer something to her.
0: Oh, man. I know we talked about this when it originally happened, but it's just like, wouldn't your labia be so cold? So cold in Utah. Yeah, I'm also you're not just gonna wear like, underwear. I, I don't
1: even believe that you can see anything. It's so dark up there. Like, what is she wearing? Is she literally, like, bending over in a miniskirt? That's what you would have to see.
0: Or, yeah, I think know? she was just getting comfortable on the couch and just flash in her vagina everywhere. You really everywhere. have to be
1: staring straight up a tunnel of darkness to see anything in there. It
0: is. This also reminds me of, like... <sighs> It, it reminds me of like did you ever have drama in like well you have actually you've talked about it like in either middle school or high school where someone's parents would like kind of get involved and I remember even at the time or even if they weren't involved they would just like have an opinion like you'd be gossiping with your mm-hmm. friends in your friend's kitchen and their mom would be like well so-and-so it's just jealous and it's like okay but them kind of like getting involved in it is such an icky look to me and it has been ever since i was a little kid i was like don't this is none of your fucking don't you have like grown up things to worry about and so there's take away the like weird nudity element and like everything else that they're pulling into this there's something that i just like don't love about this woman just like getting really aggressive about this 21 year old guy and and saying that he is saying bad things about her vagina Mm -hmm. I'm like that's not what happened and you it's this is such a you're reinventing the phrase not a good look to me Um, what I will also say though is and I don't know if you feel this way Brooks terrifies me I think he would bully me. I feel very scared. Yeah. When on Watch What Happens Live, Andy was like, so you started school. Like, does anybody at school, like, watch Real Housewives? And he was like, um, no, not yet. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave my room. I, like, let Watch What Happens Live play in one room so Brooks can, like, have his space. And I just, like, did something. He scares me. He's so scary. Mm-hmm. But that's my take. Um... Would you guys be best friends?
1: No, I'm so terrified of him. He doesn't – he doesn't emote at all. Um, Yeah, he's so dry. very scary. I would – like, I don't do well with silence, so I would either over-talk or I'd be like, this kid fucking hates me and just, like, make up all these thoughts that he probably wasn't thinking. I have a funny story when I was in high school about, like, parents getting too involved – um my I went over my friend's house and they had a jacuzzi and they were allowed to have like boys over which I probably would have never been allowed to have at my house and the parents were there and we were being supervised and whatever and then someone's mom called my mom afterwards and said like um I was told that Alyssa was making out in the jacuzzi which I fucking was (laughs) yeah I was like yeah you were bitch And they were like, your daughter's inappropriate and all this shit. And their daughter was like the most inappropriate. And my mom knew that. And my mom talked to me about it. And I was like, "Um, yeah, her daughter literally taught me how to give a blowjob on a water bottle. So maybe you want to call her mom back about that. And then my mom was like, "All right, just try not to do that in front of any other
0: parents." Oh my god. Yeah, that's the right thing to say. Be like, "Okay, you're making it. it's fucking you're going to." I'm like, make "You guys want to go boys. back and forth about who's inappropriate?" Like, "Okay." <laughs> anyway. Ooh-y. Yeah, it was always the parents that got involved that I w- you would be like, "Girl, you have a lot to take care of on your end. You it calm down." You know? Like those are the parents making calls and yeah. like, "Okay, you got don't throw stones." Um Wait, what I – truly, what is so funny to me on Potomac, the only thing that I, like, really enjoyed to no end is Candace's mom sitting on that goddamn couch <laughs> and saying, of all the things you could say about that couch that was made exclusively of of, of tufts – we've yeah. talked about this mm-hmm. – she goes, this is more of a first apartment couch. Mm-hmm. What, what are you – what first apartment – First of all, that couch is the size of a school bus. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's, like, so – honestly, it reminds me so much of Giselle, and it's, like, white, fluffy, crazy, pseudo-chicness. But then to try and say something mean to Candace about it and say this is a first apartment couch, I can't imagine a weirder way to to, to knock her down a peg.
1: I know. I don't – I don't understand – I like what my first apartment couch was like corduroy and brown and I got it at a consignment store you know like yeah I I don't understand like what kind of first apartment she thinks that Candace had it is very interesting though that like everyone no matter you know how wealthy they are on Housewives seems to have like a Sheena Shea level of taste with money you know what I mean like you Mm -hmm. know how Sheena also had that like tufted rhinestone white satin headboard like that's what that couch is to me
0: yeah it is very Sheena Shea yeah it is there's they definitely are all sharing a lot of the same vibes Mm -hmm. for sure um stuff that I think I would also be more inclined I would be like leaning towards decor closer to that if I also wasn't holding myself back because I live with a stinky boy (laughs)
1: Sure, I feel like I would have more florals and stuff, but I don't. Oh, yeah, I am not florals. like into that glam shit. In fact, I we ordered a white shag rug, and it's like borderline too glam for me. And I really wanted to resell yeah. it, and Mike like and you're refused. You're your mind. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I do not want glam. I would rather more have like florals. a seventies house than a glam
0: house for sure. Nice. That yeah, that would be very cool. Uh, would Mike ever be interested in making you a human taco? <laughs>
1: okay I was like look Kenny in his talking head he was like Mari's like really freaky and I'm like I you don't have to say that like we see you guys eating sushi and tacos and like dripping white stuff all over each other like it's fine you know like we get it we see you're both incredibly hot and like it's all good
0: it is first they are both so so hot they both still manage to look very hot while laying on tables and making each other but tacos on their bodies, it really gave me... It made me feel like I was having an existential crisis. I was watching it alone, taking notes, being like, what are we going to talk about this on the pod, enjoying the show, and then just having, like, what is this show coming to where they're just pouring sour cream all up and down her legs and then, like, talking about how much they want to tell each other they love each other. It was so ridiculous I love when guys are like I'm 40 and I like don't
1: ever like say that I love like women you know they're <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like care like I'm like uh, I don't really like care about other like I don't fall in lo- I don't allow myself to love another person because like I'm not fucking old and shit and it's like wait a second <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't know is that it's like it's borderline, like you know, on Twitter when it's like, fellas, is it gay to get a haircut or like whatever? That's what that felt like to me. <laughs> like, and where it's like, oh, I don't fucking say that shit. It's like, wow, you're so cool. Way to go. Neat.
0: Cool for you. Wait, okay, so what did you think about the Joe and Kendall breakup, and did it live up to your expectations of her being a meddling? No,
1: you were right. I mean, I think she was hoping that he would be like, never mind, I changed my mind, but um, he wasn't, and he was just like, I'm ready to move on. I think that was, like, brutal for her, and I bet she regrets wearing those, like, blue claw nails just, like, so frail (laughs) on his back that they did a close-up of, and... I don't know it it really seems like she came to paradise to get him back but it's like there was no plan there nothing had changed so I think he was you know really nice to her while being respectful to Serena which is hard to do and um, I don't think Serena should get engaged when she's 23
0: yeah i second that i also i did i uh was reveling in me being more right about kendall than you were Mm -hmm. but we're fighting today
1: (laughs) we're fighting i love it you're like you're like don't laugh you bitch and i was like you're a fucking idiot this is the meanest we've ever been to each other wow (laughs) i
0: like it it makes for a good pod yeah um oh I, i was gonna say is i do think it's like in a show like this, and especially, I mean, a lot of these crazy shows, like, there's not often a breakup that is circumstantial, where there's still a lot of love there, and it just, like, didn't work out, and part of it is that they, their lives were going in different directions, and there were still, they didn't, like, there's a world where Kendall and Joe could have just fucking gotten married, and then had this fight, and, like, gotten divorced. There seemed to be something at least healthy in this breakup and in their talking about this breakup compared to every other breakup and, like, blow-up and conversation on Bachelor in Paradise or in the Bachelor world. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, aspirational, but it's still – I was like, okay, this is, this is like, relatable to me. Like, we're in our late 20s. Like, there's breakups like this that happen. There's mm-hmm. still, like, love. It was very sweet to see him hug her when she was crying. I was like, this is – This is stuff we don't often see like like, yeah, give her a hug. It's not that's not like a big F you to Serena. That's you just like comforting a person who you care about in need Um, and you can still be like caring and polite. But it did look like it was a big bomb dropped on her when Mm -hmm. he was like, I am over you. Are you not over us? And she was like, "Ooh, don't ask me that right now. And it was sad, but hopefully it gave her what she needs to move on um and go hang out with Pistachio and keep being her adorable self that you love so much.
1: <laughs> okay, wait, what is going on with Ivan and Aaron? And like the next week on, it was like something happened in the hotel.
0: Yes. I did some digging Ooh. and it appears from um my unconfirmed sources that Ivan when they were, like, taken away mm-hmm. from the hurricane, which was so funny when Tia was like, now I, I came here looking for love and now I might die. I was <laughs> like, no, you're not. You're fine, Tia. Just go in the van to the hotel. You're going to be good. Um, Then they, when they were at the hotel, I guess it was the same hotel where they were also keeping the future contestants that were going to be. Brought onto the island. And he hooked up with one of the contestants that was going to come on the island but has not come on yet. And so that is supposedly what Wells (laughs) confronts him about. (laughs) You shut up.
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay. I hear, because I was wondering why he was like, i'm just waiting to see if there's someone else coming and i'm like bro there's no one else coming like neil lane is coming to give out rings like what
0: are you who you're waiting yeah, for that is he so knows who he's dirty. waiting for wow. it's really dirty and he tweeted yesterday um whoever gets my first podcast interview is like gonna get a good fucking story like basically teasing that there's like even more to be said um after it airs and i saw that the chicks in the pod Chicks in the podcast, chicks in the office, we're circling. So I think he's going to go there and like spill the whole tea. Okay, but
1: counterpoint, Ivan, I'm also Filipino. So you could come here and, and talk aged. to us. That's oh, true. yeah. And you
0: could come talk to us. I thought you were just hitting on him. <laughs> oh, no. Um, <laughs> no, I, was I do like think Alyssa. he's very cool.
1: But I didn't think he's like someone we could hang out with. But I, yeah, no, I'm not hitting. I'm reserved for Kenny and only Kenny.
0: and no one else I did think the last thing I'll say on it is there is something so funny to me about James still being on the island somehow Mm -hmm. and him like courting courting Tia and going um is it Wiener Arkansas am I getting that right am I pronouncing that right and James if you're out there what hair product are you using that keeps your hair so slick and solid and fighting that humidity girl it is crazy I don't know what he's got going on, but he is he is really defying all logic on this show. It physically and just like in terms of the concept of the island, how is he still there? He needs
1: to talk to Jason who was with Chris or Caitlyn because he had that horrible slicked back hair for a while too and now he has like totally fine normal
0: hair. Oh yeah, he's cute but yeah. yeah yeah Caitlin Caitlyn Bristow's fiance. I'm
1: kind of proud of Tia for being like, no, I'm gonna go with the guy who's nice to me and she pressured she like pressured Blake the smallest amount and he like flipped the fuck out and I'm like, well, there you go, girl,
0: you got your answer? Exactly. That was a that was a red flag. But you but she had to do a little bit of digging to get there. And I mm-hmm. do appreciate that because mm-hmm. he's like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Other than that, you know, I do like you. There was a couple on the most recent season of Love Island UK where they were the strongest couple for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then eventually she was like, he doesn't really tell me that he's like attracted to me. And there was like a, a couple of things that came up where I'm I'm not his type. Like he said I'm not his type and yada yada. And then she went to tell him that, and he was like, Well, you're my girlfriend, so. I don't know what else you want from me. And it made me like flip my TV upside down. I was like that's not that's not love. That's you that's power and that's labeling and that's you being oh, makes me so mad. And that's what I was sensing from this guy with Tia. Like and who are you, Blake, to just be like, well, I picked you. Like you're who I ca- so that's it. Like you win. It's like, no, it's not win or lose, asshole. Yeah. But She's like How does Mike he... how does Mike feel watching Tia? He loves her, no?
1: Yeah, he loves Tia. He um mostly thought it was funny that James when Ivan like went over and made out with Chelsea James was sitting with Aaron and Aaron is like bro like they're like he's like Ivan's like snaking my girl and James is like where and he's like right there (laughs) like right there like I can see it and he's like literally where (laughs) like he's just like blind all of a sudden he's like where and he's like and then it continues. And then Aaron's like, bro, he's like he's like touching her and shit. And he's like, where? And it's like, in the same spot we just discussed, Dan- James, can you turn around? So like, there's clearly <laughs> drama unfolding. <laughs> like, um, I think that was his favorite part of the episode.
0: That's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. I'll allow it. Um, we should get into this week's interview, yes. uh, where we have a really fun one about a funny show with returning guest and very funny lady, Carol Trahan. And I hope you guys enjoy. You guys, Carol Trahan is back. She's our resident. Are you the one expert? But today she's joining us to discuss a new and different reality show. She is an actor, a comedian, and also the proud owner of a brand new countertop dishwasher. I am. Wow. I am indeed. She's really. Really leveled up. I lo- It's been my favorite answer, to When we were scheduling this interview, I was like, and how are you? And she was like, I'm great. I got a dishwasher. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true. I've been telling everyone about my dishwasher. They're like, how are you? I'm like, my dishwasher. Let's talk about it.
1: Can you please tell me how that works? Because I look, as you all know, I lived in a rent controlled one bedroom apartment for seven years and there was the main complaint was that there was no dishwasher. And I thought many times about getting one of those things, but I don't know anyone who has them. So please tell us about the setup of this thing.
2: Oh, it's it fits right on the countertop. It's like this big box. It like it fits like you know like several mugs, several plates, wow. like bowls, di- like silverware, but like it's just me living in a studio. So I'm like this is great for me. I don't use a bunch of dishes. It's incredible.
1: So it's like the toaster oven version of a dishwasher. Yeah, but it's like bigger than a
2: bigger than a toaster. I would say it's maybe like two baby microwaves.
1: And where does the water come from and where does the water go? <laughs>
2: Oh, so there is a water tank and you fill it up with five liters of water or five gallons of water, one of the two. And then there's (laughs) a little drain tube and you put it in the sink. (gasps) What
1: yeah. a
0: fucking idiot I am that I never bought this. I know. And it's so cute. Alyssa literally looks like Wally. i I'm so happy for you, Carol.
1: I, we're yeah, going to need a picture so of it,
2: honestly. Yeah. No, I will send you one. Her name is Delilah, and I'm obsessed with her. I,
0: knew, I was just about to be like, what is her name? She has to have a name. <laughs> Delilah. Well, wow, what a really amazing development. We're so happy for you. Thank you. Um, let's get down to business. This is a unique interview because weeks ago there were advertisements for this show everywhere and it has like the best name of maybe any reality show F Boy Island and you and I both immediately were like oh this is gonna be so tight Carol was like don't worry I got it covered for the pod no problemo <laughs> and then when it came out we were both like watching separately and I had a really tough time with the first episode. And so I kind of want to talk about what your expectations versus reality of this show were, Carol.
2: Well, I, like, was so excited about the the trailer. I was sending it to everyone. I was like, okay, guys, we're, this is the new IT show. It's great. <laughs> it's got some mystery. I'm all about it. Like, I want to know what's going to happen. And then when I watched the show it just like I guess it just didn't deliver for me like necessarily like I thought that they it was all about the f-boys and the nice guys but for me they it was like really interesting because all the f like all the nice guys to me were like yeah I'm a nice guy I'm a good guy. Like, they're self-proclaimed nice guys. Like, I was like, who who made this test to, mm-hmm. to say that you were a nice guy? Like, so it just ended up being a bunch of bros. They're all, like, throwing down. And I was like, I don't know. It just seemed like a crazy frat party as opposed
0: to, like, looking for love. You know? What was the – so – remind me what is the actual like premise i know there's it's an island and there's like 12 fuck boys and like 12 yeah. nice guys and then there's three single ladies correct yes so there's three single ladies three.
2: 12- yeah there's three of them
1: <laughs> which is too
2: much, much dick t- yeah no they talk about it a lot too they're like wait it's 24 guys
1: and three women
2: yes that is like a one to eight ratio yeah no it's <laughs> It's insane like they they constantly and all the guys live in like a different house than the girls do like the girls live in this like beautiful mansion and the guys live in like these like they have bunk beds and they just like every single night like the girls like talk about how they can hear the boys like yelling and like being loud (laughs) and I was like I would not they're like it's too much testosterone I'm like I wouldn't want to be around that like (laughs) seven. um they're like we're
1: actually terrified can we leave (laughs) yeah
2: they were like this is too much but yeah and then they like add some people a little bit later but like essentially you can get VIP time with the with the girls like the girls will like choose and they'll give you a wristband and you like get a private date or like you get to choose to go on these fun adventures like all of like the reality shows do and then if What's interesting, which I didn't understand why they did this until the end was when they vote out the guys, if you're a nice guy, you go to this, like, I think they call it the nice guy grotto, which is like this super nice house. And like, they have like B-roll footage of them, like, like messing around and like sipping pina coladas. And you're like, what is happening? And then the guys go to Limbro which is essentially them living survivor, which is like, normally I would be like really into, but I was like, why, why are these guys like living in a hut? Like it was very confusing. Okay. Okay.
1: I'm sorry. Is Limbro like a play on limbo, but with the word bro in it?
0: Yes, absolutely.
2: There was a lot of bro puns and jokes throughout. (laughs)
0: This is um, this is my main problem from like the moment I started watching it is that it it couldn't decide between like I thought it was like F boy Island get away from from fuck boys like you we're getting down to the bare basics you're gonna find love like we're removing all of the bullshit and instead. It's these girls go to Fuckboy Island and it's just like a big mansion party and, like, the culture is very Fuckboy culture. They're just partying all the time. The girls give out wristbands instead of roses and they go to, like, a VIP section. I'm like, so this is just, like, celebrating the Fuckboy. This isn't, like, stripping them down or, like, it just felt very, like, it couldn't make up its mind. But I did not get to the Limbro part. Oh, yeah. No, they go to Limbro. It's crazy. So then how... How does it, how does it end? So I didn't understand why they kept them.
2: But then the interesting thing is once the girls get down to like a certain number of guys, they bring all the guys back, the nice guys and the F boys. And they're like, okay, let's, um, all the guys have the ability to say whatever they think about the final guys. Like they can trash talk Mm. them however they want. Which is interesting only because you don't know if they're just saying it to say it. Like, some of it is, like, you Mm. see footage of them being douchebags and you're like, okay, like, this guy sucks. But some of these guys are like, he told me this in private. He has a girlfriend. Like, this is, and they just can slander the guys. Just absolutely Mm. destroy them. And then the guys leave. Like, so really, they're just (laughs) there for that point. Which is, like, a weird Hard, but I'm like, all right. And they have like little bits that they do with Nikki and they're like, how do you feel? Like, are you a reformed F boy? And
0: they're like, I'm reforming. And it's like so weird. What, what do you think is the qualifier that people had to say in their Like, did people apply as an F boy or apply as the nice guy or did they just apply? And then like some producer sorted them into piles?
2: I, They said that they, I mean, like they show audition tape footage and like the guys that are F boys are like, I am an F boy. I will do whatever I can. I say whatever I want. I once like, did, and they'll tell like, I don't remember any of the crazy stories that they said, but they'll be like, I did this and I lied to this girl. And I'm like, why would you put this? But they do it. So like, I, I think they are like self-proclaimed as to what they do. Mm. But it was very weird. Like there was one guy though. One of my favorite moments of the season is there's this one guy that gets voted out. And when you get voted out, you have to admit whether or not you were a nice guy or an F boy. And this guy gets voted out and he goes, I'm a nice guy. And Nikki's like, I'm so sorry. I'm just hearing from the producers, like in her earpiece that he has three casting videos saying he's an F
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> so like, they do not know if the guys are F-boys or nice guys until they're voted until out. Until
2: they're voted out. Cute. So the okay. girls have no. And they do reveal later, like halfway through the show, they reveal who everyone is, which I don't know if that was the right choice, but they did it. But my favorite moment is this guy's like, no, I am a nice guy. And they're like, oh, no. like," And God. they show his audition tape. They show everything. <sighs> they're like, no, you were put on this show to be an F-boy. And he refuses. It was so
0: what? absolutely
2: hilarious to watch.
0: Do you know what's so funny? I When I was watching it, Tony walked past me as somebody was like, well, I'm, guess what? I'm a nice guy. And he was like, is there anything more fuckboy yeah. <laughs> than applying to be on FBoy Island as a nice guy. No, I was like, gonna say like. the
1: same thing. Look, me and Tony are on the same page or the same person. I was gonna say the most fuck boy thing you can do is masquerade as a nice guy. Because the whole point of being a fuckboy in my personal experience is that you act like you're super into this girl you perhaps even treat her like your girlfriend you have her on the hook you're just non-committal and then you go and do whatever the fuck you want you don't care how that messes with that girl's head right yeah and
2: there are guys that do that there are guys that in the confessional are like i'm totally messing with her head like
1: i'm not saying i'm like
2: one guy literally like he's like i'm gonna open up to her and she's gonna eat it up and then like we're gonna be good And he Uh. does. He, like, goes in this thing. And I was like, man, I would be so susceptible to this. Like, it was interesting watching the girls and seeing who was susceptible to the F-boys and who wasn't. Because I think some were better at it than others. But, like, this guy was like, yeah, like... It was really hard for me because I was adopted, and this girl like in her confessional is like, he said he was adopted, and he just opened up to me, and he's so sweet. And I was like,
0: he's ruining our life. <laughs> oh my god. I would I would be like the mental gymnastics I'm already doing if I'm dating, trying to sense if you're a fuck boy. Is like already so intense that if I was then put in a situation where I was told there were people purposely fucking with me as fuckboys, that I then have to, I think I would have a brain aneurysm. Oh, like no, I it's... wouldn't be able to have that conversation. Because then, what if you were talking to somebody who was opening up to you, but then you'd be like, ah, ah, I don't know. Like, yeah, no, and they do that a lot. It.
2: They're like, they're like, I don't know if I can trust you because you're an F-boy But that's what's interesting. Like, once they go halfway, they reveal who everyone is. They reveal if they're an F-boy or a nice guy, which I was like, why did they do that? But then they're like, but you still have a chance to choose the F-boy if you want if
0: you think that he really has changed his Ugh.
2: ways.
0: And the girls, so speaking of the women on the show, the three mm-hmm. women are like kind of working together even yeah. though they're dating the same pool of guys, right?
2: Yeah. They, they. What's nice is they do talk. They form like such a little bond. They're so cute where they're like, okay, this guy was giving me this vibe. This is what I heard about this guy. Like, they do look out for each other where they're like, like, there was one girl that was like, he's so sweet. And the other girl's like, dude, I think that guy's a major F boy. Like, you need to watch your back.
1: <laughs> do they listen to each other? Um, I mean,
2: they do. But then there's, like, some that are like, you know, but I really like them. You know what I mean? Yeah, And they yeah, just, yeah. like, can't can't get past it Mm -hmm. they just like really like them and they choose them they have a bad relationship with their dad
1: is what you're trying to say (laughs) (laughs) but Um,
2: the ending was really interesting they did do a bunch of crazy stuff i don't know how they're going to do a season two i really don't they are signed on for a season two but i don't know how they're going to
0: achieve it. well why do you why do you say that you can okay so entering this phase we'll now have what i like to call spoilies Oh, yeah. Um, so, spoilies. Go, spoilies. What, it, why, what happened that made you think they can't have a second season? When you texted so- me that, I was like, did they all die? <laughs> no. So,
2: in the very end, they, like, have two guys left. And it ended up working out. Like, one of them was a nice guy and one of them was an F-boy for all three girls. Don't know how that happened, but it happened. <laughs> and then, so, the girls are allowed to pick their final guy to, like, end up with. And if they pick the nice guy... They get to keep a hundred thousand dollars, okay. Oh. And if they pick an F boy, the F boy gets to choose whether oh. to split the money or to keep the hundred thousand for themselves. Oh, very love prove, island. To prove whether or not they have reformed their F boy ways, or if they were playing the game the whole time.
0: But and but they know the girls know who it is, right? If the girls know who it is. So this whole show is like they were running on the fly. Okay, what's the twist? So the twist (laughs) is, so one of them
2: picked uh, an F-boy and he split the money. So he was the reformed Mm F-boy. There was another girl that picked the nice guy and then she got to do the money. So that was great. And then the third girl picked an F-boy and he kept all the money. He was like, sorry, I'm going to play the game like I was just saying everything to like, I want this money and I'm going to take it. Now, the twist was Nikki was like, we don't let F boys get away with things. So the hundred thousand dollars is actually going to go to the charity of Sarah's choice. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know how they're going to do a season two because they know the F boy doesn't win.
0: Mm. Yeah, I see. That makes sense. Also, that would be, imagine you're her and that roller coaster of your heart that goes, oh my God, he is choosing the money over me. I'm like so mad. I'm so heartbroken. And then you hear Nikki step in and be like, fuck boys, don't get away with this shit. And then you have this like (laughs) burst of serotonin where you're like, oh my God, I'm so happy I'm getting this money. And then she's like, don't worry, girl, we got you. This money is going to exactly where you want it. A charity of your choice. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. She's like, me,
1: like- my life, my down payment for something. Like, I'm the charity.
0: Please. Uh, but yeah, oh that does, it makes it, yeah, then the folk boys are, like, just definitely gonna lose. Although, I, like I said, I think that this show, it sounds like it was really hobbled together, like, while they were shooting it. I don't know. It looks like it was shot in COVID, and maybe they were just, like, figuring it out. Maybe it, like, slipped that when everybody was a fuckboy or a nice guy, and then they were just like, well, we just got to keep shooting the show. But it seems like there's a lot of twists and turns that are half-baked.
2: But yeah, they did a good. lot. They had a lot of, like, ideas, and they just kind of threw it at everyone. I was like, okay, like, I guess I'm here to watch this, you know?
0: How did you feel about um, Nikki Glazer as a host?
2: Uh, I think for this show in particular – it was a good choice. And the reason I say that is because Nikki Glaser is like such a, she's a roast queen. Like she's, she's like mean sometimes, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. where she will just say whatever she feels. And when she's in this hosting position, I think she does a great job of roasting the guys in such a charming way where she's like, F boys like I wish I remembered like some of the lines where she said where she was like uh why don't you go back to your protein shakes and your like whatever (laughs) and she would just like have roast for them they all like would kind of laugh and joke and she was good at like burning them without it feeling super weird I don't know but I liked her I didn't think she was like a bad host.
0: I'm, like, not super familiar with her. She's just, like, one of those comedians that's been popping up in random stuff. And I'm, like, oh, yeah, this girl's funny. But I, like, am not – Do are have you heard of her, Alyssa? Yeah, she
1: um, – I know her stand-up. And then she was also in this uh, documentary about, like, female stand-up comedians that I watched. Oh, sick. Uh, it was on that's FX, actually. Yeah.
2: See, I haven't seen a lot of her stand-up. She may be very different. But when she does a roast, I mean, any roast that I've seen her do, she has no – she's, like, I'm ready for the kill. And I'm like, all right, girl, you go for it.
0: Um, Yeah, she seems fierce.
1: Yeah, she was very, in that documentary, she was very much talking about how the girl who um, was doing, uh, like, open mic night, and she she was at the mic, and she was doing her stand-up, and Harvey Weinstein came in, And uh, she's a rape survivor. And so she did. Have you guys not seen this? Oh, my God. No, I need to watch it. Most powerful moment of stand up comedy I've ever seen. She she just pivoted and did like a whole off the cuff set about Weinstein being a rapist,
0: it's fucking, oh my god,
1: incredible, like, what a badass, yeah, and so Nikki Glaser was talking about how, like, that was the bravest thing she'd ever seen someone do, and she didn't think she could do the same thing, and, like, how impactful comedy can be from that perspective, and so I just, like, remember everything she said, um, about her perspective on comedy in this documentary, we should post a clip of it, it's really shocking,
0: it's not, um, hysterical on FX, is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it is fierce. Okay, yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, we should be
1: prepared to f-
0: cry. <laughs>
1: like <laughs> it is it really is like a it's like a very I I hadn't, you know, looked at the history of women in comedy in that way and it is a very like powerful thing that you kind of take for granted because, you know, we're all like fun funny ladies, but the uh, history of like where women had to come from to do stand up is really, really interesting and slightly scary. So you know, good yeah. for good for her like uh, vocalizing that in this doc. Do you know what's
0: interesting is I just saw her truly two nights ago in a, uh, forgive me, this is going to make me sound like the Midwestern mom that I am, but like a ABC 2020 special (laughs) Uh, that was about, but it was about um, OnlyFans and they just did this, like, special. And I was like, this will be funny. I want to see what, like, news coverage about this app is, like, targeted towards my parents, what this is about. <laughs> um, and Nikki Glazer was, like, one of the, you know, interviews or talking heads – and she was so funny and also like really articulate about the the how it how OnlyFans is like putting a lot of power back into the sex workers hands and like mm-hmm. where all that and then it, she said some funny shit just about like I don't get why we're all weird talking about OnlyFans everything is always about sex all the time so
2: <laughs> i mean she uh, is was, very like, articulate she does a great job i liked her as a host i thought that honestly she kept it a little more interesting than what there were some episodes where i was like off doing other things and I'd be like oh Nikki's got a sick burn like awesome
0: (laughs) awesome how did you feel like about the three ladies did you love them did you hate them um
2: it was interesting like one of them I thought almost was looking for an (laughs) f-boy I was like do you do you she was like oh he's like doing all these things and like I kind of like a bad boy and I was like but that's what the show is like you're (laughs) avoiding the bad boys like I'm so confused um I thought like one of the girls I thought she was really sweet but she constantly like surprised me like her confessionals I was like okay there's not like a lot happening but she was (laughs) like ended up being like She ended up being, like, uh, really into, like, challenges and, like, really into, like, the, not challenges, but, like, when they would go on dates and do, like, adventure stuff. She was super adventurous and very fun-loving and very cool. And I wish I got to see more of that in her confessionals. Like, she seemed super nice. But, Mm -hmm. like I said, I was, like, okay. And then, Nikki, I thought was great, but she, like, I just didn't like the guy she ended up with. So, maybe that, like, colors how I feel. But, Mm -hmm. like... I, she was, she liked this guy that I thought was such an F boy. I was like, this guy (laughs) is not, oh my gosh, he makes me so mad. And she was like, I just can't stop my feelings for him. And so part of me wanted to like shake her and be like, oh my gosh, like, please don't be with him. But I thought she was a great girl. I just like wanted, it was just like your friend being like, no, please don't. I'm like,
0: ain't that always the way? That's exactly what it sounds like. I love it. Go ahead. I was just going to say, this is what I thought, and this is like all on me, but I truly saw the billboard that said F Boy Island, and I created a show in my head that I'm obsessed with, and it is not this show, and then I was mad at it, but that, I loved the idea of it having this sort of, are you the one element, and then like a Love Island element, where they're taking people who are in fuckboy relationships, like taking these three girls away from the guy that is not committing to them and being a jerk, putting them on an island with the quote-unquote nice guys, which is still a flawed concept, I totally know. And then, like, halfway <laughs> through that dating process, like, spitting the F-boy back out, and it's like a Temptation Island situation. I was going to say, I it sounds
2: know. so much like Temptation Island. Yeah. Like, that would have
0: been really cool to see, like...
2: it all That almost sounds like that show... Where the, that MTV show where they, the parents pick a date for them to go on. You <laughs> oh my God.
0: Yeah. Parental control. <laughs> Parental oh, control.
2: It reminds me of that where they like get to go on a date with a nice guy and then they have to choose.
0: But I do wonder if, if anybody's pitched that, if it's just like, no, they always like pick the toxic guy and it's sad. Like if there's. Like it sounds really fun and cool to me, but then when I think about it and practice, like you're like you're talking about with this girl that you like to end up picking the guy who sucked, so then it bummed you out. Like I wonder how many of the girls would just like go back to what's familiar, and then as an audience we'd be like, no, because that's what is so, that's why f boys have the power, you know, to say they, they have they're repeat offenders. Oh yeah. Become an f boy. Hmm.
1: I love the idea of going on the show and you know, getting to know the guys, but knowing that you have to like suss out the F boys and being like, Oh, you're an orphan? Okay. (laughs) Like that would be my whole like vibe on the show would be like Yeah, you thrive, Alyssa. A fucking word. Okay, prove to me like um you don't know anything about your parents. Like I'm gonna go talk to the you know, (laughs) I just like making the whole
0: country hate me by you would absolutely to out. shut down the other girls who'd be like I don't know I'm like kind of vibing with Jake and you'd be like Jake's a fucking liar Taylor wake <laughs> up
2: See, you would be yelling at me Alyssa like I would be like
0: that guy seems cool
2: and be like what are you doing Carol like come on he's a club promoter
1: oh he like- had cancer how convenient like <laughs>
2: Which they do say, like, they do things like one of the guys is a club promoter and they'll be like, F boy alert, F boy alert. No club promoter isn't an F boy. Like, mm-hmm. it was so funny. But yeah, I would fall for it. I'd be so susceptible. I'm susceptible to anything.
1: What was like it was... the most surprising job title that someone had and then they ended up being an F boy? Do you remember?
2: Oh gosh, no. I don't remember that at all. Like, I think the club promoter was probably like the wildest one. Like, they didn't really say a lot of what they did or like what they do from what I remember. Like mm-hmm. they just kind of like lifted wooden weights and like worked out a lot. Like they made their whole gym out of wood. Oh no. So they're like lifting <laughs> logs. Great job. Um, And then like one of the girls like lifted the logs and was like, this is not that heavy. Like, cause they're like wood.
0: Does <laughs> this, Does this make you guys have a certain... Like, what is the reality TV credibility now of HBO Max? Because this, like, is there... Was there kind of frontier, like, or frontier premiere... That's a good point. ...reality show, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're definitely tossing out some wild ideas. Um, We love (laughs) to see some new stuff. I don't know if this was my, like, wow, I'm you know, sold on this, but I'd be interested to see what wacky thing they come up with next.
1: (laughs) Mm, They are paying me, so I think it's great.
0: (laughs) But they're paying you to write, Alyssa. They're paying you to write. You should volunteer to write some of this reality. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, No, I
0: love me some HBO Max. I've been watching a hell of a lot of it and I love the purple logo. Oh I I do too. As it was coming out, I was like, this is their this is like them coming to play in the reality space of this, like temptation island love island are you the one like throw all these people into a mansion on an island see what the fuck happens and then i thought i also think it has to be said it's so crazy and there had to be an ultimate decision probably from the tippy tippy top of hbo max that they did this show and they couldn't say fuck boy yeah Mm -hmm. like that's such a bold choice you're fucking hbo
1: (laughs) just say it you have fucking sex on the city on your platform like I learned so much stuff about sex from that show. <laughs> like, just say fuck boy.
0: Yeah, it was just too too much of the – I get that, like, call them when you're breaking it down into nice guy and f-boy, you could do that. Like, But when you're really talking about the meat and potatoes of it, be like, this is fuck boy island. Like, it seems <laughs> like to just keep saying f-boy over and over again, I was like, this is annoying to me, but it is such a good title. Blah. Pretty good um I also very much want to thank you Carol for finishing it because the vibe when we were we were like we're gonna watch together we're gonna talk about it on the pod and then I texted <laughs> you and was like I am not really into this and you were like yeah me neither and I was like but just like uh, tell me the ending okay <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, Like, okay
2: <laughs> you know I was happy to watch it it was it was funny there were some moments that I like I enjoyed but it just didn't it just didn't give me the oomph that I needed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, makes sense. But thanks for watching. Thanks for reporting back on this special mission. And uh, tell the kids where they can find you on the World Wide Web, Carol. Oh,
2: man. You can find me on that sweet, sweet Instagram. It's crushing Carol. <laughs> spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. <laughs> and that's it. That's just me. You want to see what oh, I'm up to? Yeah. I'll probably post about it.
0: Post about it. Post about Delilah and oh, all that I will.
2: jazz. Actually, that's what I should. I should make a post about Delilah. Should Delilah have an Instagram? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know how much content I could create about Delilah, but I'd be willing to do it. I should promote this company. I'm like, this is the best thing that ever.
0: Well, thanks for hanging out, Carol, and uh, everybody stay away from F-Boys, am I right? Yes.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Bye. 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 Thanks, guys.